always get me. <laughs> like, it's like on my glasses. <laughs> We're still recording kind of early. Surprisingly, I'm not in the mood to drink. Um, yeah, I, I'm just not. And <laughs> probably because I've been drinking liquor more. Um, oh, gosh. And I can't really pop that open, so we we just popped open my club soda, <laughs> like plain club soda. And I'm just so used to like we pop it open and I just automatically take a sip that like I would started to raise it and I was like, wait, 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 wait. no, no, that's gonna be gross. <laughs> that's good. I don't want that. So what is up, thotties? I didn't say it. Kelsey and Melissa here with stable, but not podcast. Once again, um, I have a revelation. Can I just say something? <laughs> I look emo. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. I'm I, so glad you knew what I was going to say. I, I felt it. I, I like, like put my headphones on and I had like a chunk of hair. And the... I was like, the side part's very side today. And then it was like That's hanging down in your face. That's because I haven't showered. It was never a phase, mom. It's a lifestyle. I need to go to Hot Topic. Dear Maria Calvin. My mom hated Hot Topic. I definitely was not allowed in Spencer's, but I could not... <laughs> My mom hated Hot Topic. Hayden was always like a skater boy, so like <laughs> I was allowed in Hot Topic. I was allowed in Spencer's, like all mm-hmm. those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spencer's was a no go. You couldn't even look in the <laughs> in the store when you're walking past it. But um, do okay. you remember when PacSun was like oh a my god, skater I loved... shop and not a surfer shop? I loved PacSun. Me too. I wanted to have all my clothes from PacSun so bad, but my parents couldn't afford it, so yeah. I got like one item like yeah. every quarter. Yeah, I would get a couple of things like here and there. I recently had a revelation, and Kelsey can probably attest to this. <laughs> okay. I'm obsessed with my husband. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is not, like, in a shady way. This is a new revelation for you. This is a new like, revelation for me. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, but I appreciate this revelation for you. Like, I was just thinking about the other day. Like, I'm obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. I love him. Mm-hmm. I always want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like, he walked by he's going to the store and i like waved to him and smiled yeah, like it yeah. was it's just weird yeah. joe and i are in a different i'm not gonna say phase but we're it in a is, different spot in our marriage yeah. where it's just different and i've just recently realized i am obsessed i want to tell him everything i want to do everything yeah. with him yeah. and he's obsessed with me and he's i mean he's always been obsessed with you yeah, but but with that being said like i'm glad that y'all are in mm-hmm. this spot now because like i've always felt that way where like i especially because it's just like I know you and your personality Mm -hmm. like I could always sense like you could not like do more Mm -hmm. but like if you just tried Mm -hmm. you you could if you just if you just admitted to yourself like okay my man likes affection I just need to be a little bit more affectionate yeah then you could have done that (laughs) stop being so stubborn yes you know like I understand (laughs) that you're not this mushy gushy person but you did marry someone who is and so I'm just glad now like, that it's not, and you're not doing it because you know that he likes it. Like no. you are just now in a place where you're like, I do like, I do want to spend time with him. I do want to be affectionate. Y'all still have your own personalities where y'all like roast each other. Yeah. But like, as we did and my ick last episode. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like, but y'all are in a place now where like you, I, I, yeah, you truly are like in an obsession with him. <laughs> like uh, this morning we were just goofing around and we had like, it sounds so stupid and lame, but we had like a tickle fight and it was just fun. <laughs> I think like we cr- were like, laughing and it was, it was just having fun with each other. Like this, I think like what cracks me up the most is like this phase in your life is that like you're <laughs> like trying to think of a way to like not sound like an asshole. <laughs> like you're like love and obsession of like, your family like joe your family and Mm -hmm. everything like you just want to share it with everybody Mm -hmm. and sometimes i'm like 
Melissa, this is not as funny as you think it is. Like it's like you'll send videos of like your Sunday fun days with your family. And like they're they're cute, they're funny. But I'm like, Melissa's dying laughing. And I know her and she just she's sending it to us because she thinks that we're just gonna roll over hips hurt like sides hurting in stitches. This is so funny. And I'm like, it's well, not. Like, also like I think my parents are like the coolest people on this earth. Like just yeah. me personally. Yeah. I think they are so cool. I think my dad is hilarious. My mom can be hilarious. Yeah. And it's just Well, and I think you have a different relationship with them now. Oh yeah. Than, and one hundred percent. So like not like you're experiencing it for the first time, but y'all are just It's a different, a different it's just a different in a different place yeah. now. Yeah. And it's <laughs> I do. I I'm like and my dad and I have so many TikToks recorded yeah, that yeah. are just like drafts and it's from not, last weekend. And, and I think they're hilarious. And it's not only like when she's with them. Like if she's not with them and she's with all of us, she's calling them. I and she's, am. And then yeah. you're on FaceTime saying like, hi, say hi. And like, I know your dad doesn't know who he's saying hi to. And like, because he doesn't know, <laughs> doesn't remember any of us. This is- last weekend when my grandma and my aunt were here, we did my little sister's sweet 16. Her birthday's coming up in like it's on the 20th my dad had to pick up one of nicole's friends and i said who are you picking up he goes i don't know i said do you know the names of any of your kids friends and he goes no and it's like and i know he doesn't i he doesn't even know kelsey's name no and guys we've known each other for how long at this point like and like and he's like oh yeah kelsey and i'm like no you, don't, and you like, still don't know we, we have a podcast together and i know her her mom knows who i am so i know her mom like not like talks about me but like i know yes. i get mentioned no you like, get mentioned yeah, quite often yeah, has no clue my dad listens to the podcast yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> and i even say kelsey and melissa here. <laughs> no still clue. has no clue, no clue. it's the typical dad for you but no yeah. i don't know like i'm in this weird phase <laughs> where i'm obsessed with joe and yeah and i like i do i love it and it's like i I welcome like all the videos you send of like Joe and like your family and stuff because I I just love it for you that you're in this place <laughs> but it just tickles me sometimes and like and you'll some of them do be funny though but, it, but there's sometimes where like none of us are like, to respond or like some of us just like laugh at it like yeah <laughs> And my that, friends are such bitches and that tickles me more because like we're trying to not be assholes and so we just like laugh at it <laughs> but we're like we're also like melissa you're like five white claws deep probably tonight and you think this is hilarious yeah. i'm like okay melissa <laughs> like where really the video is just like nonsense like it's just like none it's of just it. my whole family just being stupid like <laughs> and if you know me that's my humor style oh, gosh. it's just but so, stupidity just, <laughs> stupidity <laughs> me being stupid quite literally but then also like jo- joe's equally obsessed like mm-hmm. joe's calling me all the time i when- swear to god guys like i will be and like there are times that melissa looks at me and like we look down and her phone's ringing and we just look at each other and we're like <laughs> but it's like, like going- let me take a breath before i answer this phone going call. anywhere with <laughs> melissa without joe swear to god expect a minimum of 15 calls does and it, it, and that was the store that's for like two hours we've apart. already talked about this let him <laughs> let him go to like, the store if i'm off of work oh he's facetiming me every day. single time he can and i'm like what i just talk i just You're like i'm trying to watch tv yes like, leave me alone he's like why aren't you texting me back i'm like i'm reading <laughs> why aren't you texting me back? took a nap sir like can you not <laughs> i literally if i'm home and he's at work, I have to, and I want to take a nap, I have to tell him, I am about to take a nap, please don't, because even if I put my phone on do not disturb, he'll just double call. No, no, it'll go through because oh, he's on my favorites. favorites. yeah. 
So I have to tell him, please, because he calls me when he gets out of work. <laughs> he calls me on his lunch break. Yeah. His 15 minute break. Yep. It, j- walking <laughs> around the job site and he's like, hold on. And he's like telling people what to do. And I'm like, <laughs> like can you like put or me he'll down? Be like, he'll be like, don't, don't say anything right now. <laughs> Dude, stop calling me. <laughs> Yeah, this the obsession is mutual. Like that's it very much is. Yeah. But it's a healthy obsession. It's not yeah. unhealthy. For now. I'm not <laughs> we'll, stalking his we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Like you did just admit that you have to tell him you're taking it now. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's because he wants to talk to me yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a good phase for you guys, and I'm I'm glad that oh. it's there. <laughs> We're not toxic anymore. Yeah, thank God. I, I think it also like one. it's it's a different stage because Joe and I got married extremely young, and mm-hmm. we shouldn't have gotten married when we got married. Mm-hmm. So it was very hard. So now we're in the now we're in the spot where we're like, okay, we 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 kind of figured it out a little bit. Yeah. Was so, I mean like not only that like you guys were kids and like both of you were moving out for the mm-hmm. first time mm-hmm. and all that. So like you were learning how to be adults while also now being in a marriage. Like, so that's... having to grow up within ourselves and then grow up with each other like that, yeah. that's, that's yeah. a hard one. And so that's like learning how to fight fair. Yeah. Learning and... how to communicate differently. Oh yeah. Also being in therapy helped me realize a lot too, like mm-hmm. outside of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, just like, personal relationships with your parents personal yeah. relationships with like even siblings family yeah. ad- adult work people yeah it, adult friends like i mean it's growing up you have to learn about boundaries and yeah that's that was a big thing that i had what to a good learn segue what a good segue i just gotta acknowledge that real quick because we're about to talk about boundaries and you know just being in therapy and stuff like you have to growing up as an adult i'm not gonna say that you have to like shun your parents or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna say my parents but you have to learn how to put a boundary down even with your parents because it's Mm -hmm. like yes i am still your kid and i still respect you and Mm -hmm. i still have to respect you and i will do that i'm fine with that but there's also things like i'm an adult now i don't want you to talk to me like that i don't like what you do i don't like doing that to me i don't like when you make me feel that way and it's finding the courage to say that just with anybody yeah we had to lay boundaries together yeah. yeah You and I did. Joe and I have boundaries. Like, I have boundaries with my parents. Yeah. There's boundaries at work. Yeah. And it's... One of the things that you said that, like, I don't agree with is you were saying, like, I have to respect you. Oh, I was talking about my parents. I know. I yeah. know. Because in the position that y'all are in. But I think that's a really big thing to learn when you're an adult is, like, you don't have to respect everybody. Well, I don't respect... That was, I was talking solely with my parents. There's family members that I have that I don't respect. Right. You know, like, as a kid, you're, and I mean, and it's, there are different dynamics. Sometimes families are like, well, this person's family, you have to be nice, like, Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes there's family dynamics, like, no, we don't talk to that person. Like, you don't have to talk to them either, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the biggest thing as an adult is, like, you, you learn it as a kid, but you really experience it as an adult. Respect is earned. Mm-hmm. Respect is not just given. Respect is earned. Now, I'm always going to be polite and cordial until mm-hmm. you give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always mean that I respect you. And I think that's like, that's something that, and there's and there's a big difference between that too. Being polite and well-mannered versus respect. I think also finding a, I'm not going to say backbone because that sounds 
weak, but finding that strength to Mm -hmm. put that boundary down and then enforce it because no one talks about how hard that is. Right. And I mean, as a child, your parents do that for you. Yes. You know, like your parents are the ones that are like, you tell your parent, oh, this person's being mean to me. Well, then then they mm-hmm. they, they help you either navigate that situation or they say, okay, well, then that Problem person's solved. not yeah. here anymore, whatever. Mm-hmm. They do that for you. So then as an adult, when you're like, oh, now it's my turn to like stand up for myself to whoever, you know, like mm-hmm. whether it be family members or, or just people work mm-hmm. or friends or like whatever it is, you know what I mean? Because like, we're lucky that we are still friends. We are lucky that we were able to get right. over our right. past rifts and even any, the current rifts that say, we've any had. Rifts that we've had now, because mm-hmm. that's and I mean it's because we choose it. And we could very easily just like get pissed at each other. Too to much energy. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but it's there's it's a rare thing to find friends, especially so young, mm-hmm. and remain friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and then even just as adults, it's hard to find friends and then have a close connection with people continuously. Because especially as adults, when you're not in school and you don't see each other every day, yep, it's hard. you have to make time. And sometimes, yeah, you're drained, but yeah, you have to make time. Yeah. And you, when you're a kid, you think life's all dandelions and rainbows and then yeah. you grow up and you're like, oh no, <laughs> like I have to start doing these things for my yeah. own. Like, or hmm, I don't like how you just spoke to me or hmm, I don't like being put in that situation. Yeah. So please stop doing it. Yeah. It's just. And I think, and it's, I, I think for parents, it's hard too, because as much as you want your kid to be an adult, they also don't want you to look at them and say like, I don't like how you just said that to me. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like, and so, and then for me, (laughs) it's hard. So it's hard because I'm, I'm living with my parents right now. Mm -hmm. And when I, I had moved out from their house, I had my own house. I, you know, like I was, I was married, had my own house, whatever. And when I moved back in, we had to reset boundaries again mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I was used to my way. They were used to their way. I was a different person then right. than when I'd moved out and we had to reset boundaries. And so while things are like pretty set now, I'll either snap and like I'll apologize or like vice versa. Um, I think the hardest part is like I not that like I don't feel like I can set boundaries, but I do live under their roof still, mm-hmm. so there are things that I have to just internalize, yeah. you know, and just, <laughs> I don't want to say, like, bide my time. It sounds like I'm, like, plotting something. Yeah. But just know that, like, this is not going to be my situation forever. Like, right. I'm, I'm going to move out from my parents' house again, but in the meantime, I just have to be able to live here, you know, like, mm-hmm. as, as um, I'm not I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm in a prison, but, like... I, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, like, you know, you, like, there's things that, like... You gotta pick your battles. Yeah, you know, like, my... It's my parents' house, and they have opted to do things this way, or they've opted to do this, like, whatever, and that's great. That works for them. Compromise, it, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, it doesn't necessarily work for me, but I'm living there, so I'm, I'm doing it, you mm-hmm. know, like, and it's... And there's, you know, fights and stuff, too, where I'm just, like, I... I may be in the right... But I'm the one that's going to go, like, apologize because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, there's no point in us both right. being pissy because because we got into this argument. And I think that's, like, the hard part when you are still living with your family, you know, like, or whether it be, like, you move back in with your family. Because, like, I mean, we, we know plenty of people, well, I mean, like, I'm an example, or who, like, are building their house or, like, mm-hmm. in between they sold their house, but their house that they're moving into isn't ready, so they move in with their family, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. I think it's really hard to then set those boundaries because you're seeing that person every single day. And I also think it's um, 
like it's different for me because I don't live with my parents. So yeah. like, if I do get into a tift, sorry mom, but it's usually with my mom. Yeah. My dad, my dad and I will go at it and then we're fine five minutes yeah. later. Me and my mom are different. Yeah. And lately what I've been doing is I just tell her, look, I don't like where this conversation is going. Yeah. And and if it doesn't stop there, like if we just can't, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Because I can't be here right now because right. it's not healthy for right. the both of us. Right. We can't keep talking to each other like this. Right. So I can leave. And then usually my mom and I are usually calling each other later that night or the next day and, and we work it out. Yeah. So it's different for you. Yeah. But I also think if you lay a boundary down and whoever you are laying a boundary down with, whether it's family, friends. Yeah in-laws whoever yeah co- co-workers yeah if they're not respecting that boundary you got to keep those people at a distance right you're right. not respecting me you're not respecting what i want for I my agree. life yeah if i came at you respectfully and i said i don't like when you do this or i don't want you to do this and you're not listening yeah. or even willing to compromise yeah i can't keep keeping you oh yeah i can't keep you in my circle yeah i can't I do it yeah. You're draining my energy. You're draining my... You're affecting my mental health. I do not want to do it. Yeah. I also think you kind of have to set boundaries in yourself, too. And mm-hmm. I don't mean, like... I don't mean if this person doesn't respect me, then I'm going to walk away from them. Because you're setting a boundary for that person. Yes. I mean, like, there are boundaries you have to set within yourself. You're like, do I want to be this person? Like, is this how I want to react to things? Like, is yes. this how I want to... Because I don't like who I am ...portray when... myself? Like... That was perfect. I don't like who I am when I react to you not right. respecting my boundaries. So I also have to take right. myself out of it. Right. That is a very healthy response. Yeah. And so I think... how I'm reacting is not healthy for the both of us. Yeah. You know, like, and so, like, me, like, being single, like, what whatever I I mean like not only am I just like fed up with dating <laughs> but like it, I've, I've I've put this boundary in myself in the last like couple of years where I'm like I don't want to be that girl where a guy thinks anything's going to be easy or a guy mm-hmm. thinks he can talk to me a certain way mm-hmm. you know like so I set that boundary for myself where I'm like I'm not, I'm just not going to allow this. Mm -hmm. Like if, if no, I don't care how much I like you. I don't care that I think this could go somewhere. If, if you, especially because like in that situation, they don't always know the boundary. Like sometimes I'll say, I'll say it, but they won't always know it, you know, but it's, or sometimes like we're just not at a point where we've even had a, a talk about that to set a boundary, but I know that boundary for myself and I'm not going to allow myself to be portrayed that way so you're out like you're done there's also certain boundaries that shouldn't should not have even had to have been spoken about yes like like i'm talking about like basic respect boundaries yeah but unfortunately sometimes you have to also i just think (laughs) you would not be able to date today oh absolutely not no i because like 100 And I'm glad that you don't have to because, like, you would hate it. But, like, there is such an – and this is just, like, not even to do with boundaries. This is just such, a, like, a terrible time that we are in dating. There are so many things that are, like, norm or, like, oh, yeah. or expected yeah. that's, like in, – and because it has been allowed for so long that it's – like I said, it's the norm. Like, mm-hmm. it's – it's people don't think twice about, like – oh, why would she react poorly to this? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, this is, like, my go-to. Or, like, whatever it may be. I think it's always been, like... I think I may have talked about this on another podcast, or, like, you may have mentioned it. Like, I think there's a thing where, like, guys marry the girl that they're... When they're ready, and that's the girl that's in front of them, that's who they marry. And I, I also think that it 
But it also doesn't take long for a guy to realize that he wants to marry a girl. No, but like, so that's like an, that's, so this, that's something so I've like, heard So essentially what you're saying, are they settling just because of the girl yeah. in front of them? Sort of. It's like something like internally in them that they're like, okay, I'm ready to get married now. Not necessarily to the girl, mm-hmm. but they're like, okay, I'm ready to get married now. And whatever girl they're either dating at the time or the next girl that they date, that's who they're going to marry. And that's how your marriage ready. ends up in a divorce or cheating. I, I agree, you know, but I just think so many guys have this view where they're like, whatever, I got time. I don't have to be serious right now. Like, I, you know, whatever, where women often feel different mm-hmm. because of... They feel like they're on a timeline. Yeah, because of biological timelines, like, yeah. get to have kids. And so, and that's my thing. Like, I'm dating for marriage. Like, I'm dating to find my life partner and so many people aren't. Mm-hmm. And that so that's a boundary that I've set in myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not going to do it. And it's, you know, like, I just think there's... <laughs> yes, Nala. I just, I just think that there's, like, a space that every single person has to get into. It's never too late in mm-hmm. life to do it. But, like, you have to learn self-respect and boundaries yes and with anyone in your life anybody at all like and that that does go for work like don't let your boss talk to you like you're uh -uh. nothing you know like don't settle for a job that keeps underpaying you but expects you to do the most you know like there's hilarious tiktoks about like um acting your wage and like acting your pay and it's like i'm going (laughs) like i'm going to produce the work that i'm getting paid to produce and like stuff like that and so don't let your boss, like, belittle you or, like, you know, I've anything. Heard, I've heard people talk about how some previous bosses or current bosses talk to them. I'm said, excuse me? Yeah. That yeah. would be a cold day in hell because yeah. I, no, I, I'm an adult just like you are. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I do care that you're over me because I do give you that right. respect for being right. my superior. Right. But you're not going to talk to me like I'm a and child. Still a, and I'm still, like, a human. And yes, I'm an adult. Yes, I am an adult. And, I, you and need I'm to, capable. I was hired here. You like, need to speak to me like I'm an adult. Yeah. Not, don't. Yeah. I hate when people don't talk at me, talk mm-hmm. to me. I am not a child. Don't, yeah. don't talk at me like I did something yeah. wrong. I can't stand that. In all aspects of your life, you have to know what you will and won't allow and what you do and don't expect from people. And yeah, I mean, a lot of it is like common decency and basics. A lot of it is common decency and what you expect to just be like basics, but not everybody knows those basics. Mm -hmm. And so it's for you to know and to express, especially to express that, like, if this is someone that is in your life and is like a fairly constant in your life and you want it to continue to go smoothly, these are, they're hard conversations, mm-hmm. but they're conversations that have to be had. Yep. And then the person who you're having these conversations with also needs to understand if you're not going to do this, I'm not going to do it with you. <laughs> like, and it's a part of growing up too. Like you, yeah. when you grow up, you realize a lot of different things and you realize different things that you need to do. They evolve. They evolve. Yes. Yeah. Like, growing up, we just talked about it when we opened up my marriage. A lot of the Mm -hmm. fights that I was having with Joe weren't worth it. Like, it wasn't, they were stupid. Right. And growing up, and even though I'm still growing, but as the years go by, you realize that, what were we fighting about? This is stupid. And there's also only so many times you can have the same fight. Yes. Like, if, if it doesn't. Because that was a very, very common 
issue in my marriage mm-hmm. is it was the same fight mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And it gets it gets tiring for me, yeah. the one that's upset, and for him who keeps hearing that I'm upset about it. But it's like, then why are we still having the same argument? Because he was probably viewing it as you're just nagging over and over yeah. again, and you're going at no change behavior. Yeah, yeah. And part of that boundary it's like okay you're not gonna respect it in every single where i'm coming from in every single relationship words only go so far yes you need actions yes you need to see with your eyes yes that you're hearing me and you're working on it absolutely you know like no one expects a miracle overnight like no one's like oh okay next day 100 better like no. you, and you, know, you may have to have this uh, an iteration of the same topic mm-hmm. two or three times, but eventually the topic should no longer be an issue. Eventually, no. it should be fine. Eventually, you guys should both come to the mutual understanding that this is not what you want. Right. Right. And uh, like even just like I've said it, uh, I have family members that I don't respect because mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I had whatever opinion or they, they mm-hmm. were just like whoever they were, grandma, mm-hmm. grandma, or grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, whoever, yeah. cousin, whoever. Yeah. But now being an adult, it's like, I see who you are. Yeah. Like, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I, I'm not stupid. I know how you operate and I know who you are as a person and I don't want that. Yeah. And it's just growing up, you you just, you start formulating and things start clicking. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I wouldn't want to act like that in my life so why would i want to have you in my life if you're gonna act like that right to me and i think like so like for me i have a ton of family that so do i that we don't talk to Mm -hmm. you know like a a large portion and i've i've said this before like with my friends and my family i think what bugs me the most is like a lot of it has to do with the older generation parents aunts, uncles whatever and their beefs with each other that trickle down and it's like and for me, I'm I'm like, in this, some of these family members, it wasn't always that we just never talked to them. Some of them are. Some mm-hmm. of them we never talked to them. But, like, some of them I, I was very close with. And now, as an adult, I don't speak to you at all. And it feels so unfair because it's like, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, what did I do to you? Yep. And, like, why do you now not want to be a part of my life? Which is fine. If that's your viewpoint on it, then I don't want you in my life anyway. And well, also, like you said, it's it trickled down from the parents and the older generations. Why is your beef or whatever with my mom, my dad, whoever? Yeah. Why does that have to do with me? Yeah. I'm the kid. I didn't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, wasn't even alive for whatever happened right. between you guys. Or, or even if I was alive, like, you know, like, and, and whatever you viewed of me, I was a child. I didn't, ca- I don't care now. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, now I'm judging you on who you are. Yes. And what I see in front of me. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm going to keep that in or the back what, of my mind. Or what I don't see. Yes. You know, it's like the fact that, like, we're in a day of social media where you could friend request me. You could mm-hmm. message me and reach out because you probably don't have my phone number. Mm-hmm. You could say, like, hey, how are you thinking about you? But you don't. It's all about effort. And yeah. Uh, as an adult, I just, I don't have the energy for people no. who don't want to, yeah. if you're not going to put in effort to be in my life, I'm, I'm damn sure not going to put in the effort to be in yours. Right. Like, and I'm, and also if whatever you are bringing to my life is, is negative, I'm cutting it. Yes. I'm done. Like, whatever I'm, you bring to yeah. my table is what, what I'm going to bring to yours. Yeah. And, but see me as a person, I'm not going to bring negativity no. to yours. So I'm just removing myself. Yeah. Like we're, situation. especially like as adults, we all have enough going on in our lives that we can understand no one needs added stress. No. No one needs added pressure. No one needs added anxiety. Nope. 
And so, like, if you're not constantly wanting to bring a light and a joy to other people's lives, what are you doing? Because, I mean, like, yes. let's, I mean, like, and of course, let's be real. I'm, you're not always in a great mood. I'm not always in a yep. great mood. You know, it's going to be one of those things that where when you have good relationships with people, you're able to have those bad days. But I'm not coming and adding stress mm-hmm. and worry and starting shit and whatever to you and vice versa to me on our bad days. We're being friends and we're hearing each other out mm-hmm. and, you know, all that. But much like we've learned to communicate with each other and in our fights, there are times where, like, I'm irked by you. And I just, I'm, I just, I just, I sit on it and I'm like it'll be gone in two days. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be irked by this anymore because mm-hmm. it's stupid. And I know it's stupid. Mm-hmm. So whatever, you know, because like, what would be the point of me immediately calling or texting you and being like, well, I didn't like that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's it, like we had said before, like, there's things that you got to pick battles on. And that's part of setting a boundary in yourself. Like I said, do I really want to be this reactive person? Mm-hmm. And every single time something bugs me, I'm going to say something like, no. it's stupid. Because that's affecting my energy and yeah. it's affecting my peace and I'm yes. just not doing it. No. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, and I mean, like there are, I mean, like, I don't know how much I annoy Melissa, but like, I know that I do because mm-hmm. we were joking about it the other day. <laughs> there are times where like... I don't, I, I don't, I think we're pretty good about, like, never letting the other person know, like, in that moment if we're annoyed. But, like, it's not that, it's not that deep. No, but, like, I know that there are times where, like, I'm just not going to respond to that. Like, I'm just, like, you're just, like, okay. Like, we're and, or, like, I'll, I'll look at my phone and I'll eye roll and I'll be, like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, like, and it's, but that's part of us growing up and having these and talks. And I'm sorry, and but if your boundaries. best friend doesn't annoy you at some point, like, that, come they're, on. It, you are lying if you tell me that there's not someone in your life that like you love them to pieces but, but they, they annoy you. you like your partner sister, your best friend what at family my sister is my ultimate best friend and yeah. that girl annoys yeah. the shit out of me yeah like i i mean even if you're not opposites the way that like me and melissa are you're still gonna get annoyed yeah like, it, it, that's just human nature because hum, humans are humans yeah you're gonna annoy me yeah and own up to it yeah i annoy I mean, myself don't, like, don't don't create a fight but yeah like i I know for a fact I am annoying. I annoy myself. So I'm like, I know I'm annoying. With my attitude. Like, I know I am very annoying. I'm (laughs) self-aware of that. But I'm also self-absorbed and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I think, so I think what's funny for me is, like, there, I'm not, I think anytime that I get, like, annoyed by, like, your, like, personality Mm -hmm. is when we're drinking. Mm. And that's, and it's, it's never, like, anything huge, but sometimes I'm like, tone it down Melissa like mm-hmm. bring it down mm-hmm. bring it down some notches mm-hmm. and that's when it, it is especially because like there will be times where like me and Joe are like you're gonna get us kicked out like stop and that's see and I'm self-aware like I know that I'm yeah. agreeing like yeah I- <laughs> but she's like but I'm gonna still do it <laughs> but it's me but you know like I I know this and I'm prepared for it I think what like annoyed isn't the thing it's like there will be something that you say and I know you don't mean it the mm-hmm. way that it came out mm-hmm. And I just have to sit on it for a second and think to myself, I'm like, do I really need, like, it was it something so serious that I need to address with her mm-hmm. or do I just need to I do have fester I, on that? And we all know go. I don't think before I speak, but when I drink, I truly don't think before I speak. Well, and it's, I think, I think it's mostly over text. I think for the most mm-hmm. part in person, you and I are perfectly fine. Like we don't really get annoyed at each other in person. It's something will happen over a text and I'm like, 
aware of like one it's over text yeah you can't interpret yeah. the text and then two like at the here's a really funny example really quickly earlier i told melissa i was on my way and she said okay and like didn't put any like punctuation and i i wasn't like what but immediately she was like i meant to put an exclamation point because <laughs> she didn't want it to come across as like a certain way yeah which like i didn't take it anyway but that was, i thought that was so funny but so like <laughs> so one, it's over a text and you can't interpret and interpret it. And then two, I just know your personality and like, just like something you'll say, you don't mean it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what I was saying. Like, I will just have to think about that for a minute and go like, is this something that I think was serious enough that needs to be addressed with her? Or is it something that can, I can just I'm, I'm just going to let go of? And most of the time it's something I can just let go of because only in big situations do we have to sit down and have a talk about it and we've had them you know and, and, and like when, it's happened when she brings to my attention if i said something that see and that's i think a very big misconception about me like they think a lot of people probably think that i just say what i say and i don't care if i hurt right, your feelings right no if you come to me and you say you know what you said just upset me yeah i'll be like i'm sorry that that wasn't my yeah, intention yeah. Like, I, and i truly am sorry yeah am i gonna go back on what i said probably not because that's how right. i feel right but I'm going to say that's not what I intended to make you feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're always like really receptive if I ever do say like mm-hmm. we don't we really don't have to have these top talks often. But it is just one of those things where like you and you'll and you'll explain like that's not how I meant it. This is how I meant it. Mm-hmm. And I will say I get that. Cool. Mm-hmm. I want you to understand why the way that you originally said it hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I'll, like, and I'll hear it. Yeah. Cause I think that's like the important part too, is like, you can't just be like, well, I don't like how you said that. Mm-hmm. Cause like you have to explain why. Cause yeah. Cause like at that point, like, okay, then that's a personal problem. Like clearly I didn't, I'm not going to understand things the way that you understand things or perceive exactly. things the way that you perceive things. Exactly. So you're going to, ha- you, if someone offends you and you, and you want to tell them that they offend you, you have to explain why. Yeah. Because if you just say you, that just offended me, people are going to look at you like you're a joke. And you have to come with why you want something regardless, like whether it's offensive or not. It's like, okay, well, I want you to cook dinner three nights a week Mm -hmm. explain why if you're Mm -hmm. if you're cooking dinner four nights a week and you're not getting off until 6 30 and that you know like explain like i need those three days to decompress like i need those three days to come home and read a book like you have like you can't just say like i want this or i don't want you to do that like you have to have because it's going to come across as demanding and that's just not and and no one's going to perceive that like yeah and it's you know i mean like it's a given that relationships, especially like in a romantic way, should be partnerships. Like you mm-hmm. should just want to help your person, but that's not always what happens. And, and also help looks differently between the two pe- yes. people. You know, like, and we go back to like love languages and stuff like that a lot and, and talk about that. But like, that's like, that was, a, that's always a really big thing for me. Like mm-hmm. is I want help in a certain way. And I'll tell you exactly how I want help, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and then, and then it becomes an issue for me if you're not doing that. Like if, if you're not hearing me out and you're not helping me the way that I want it. Yep. And I can acknowledge when, when they do something that they think is helpful in their eyes and I don't dismiss that, Mm -hmm. but if I've already explained to you you a few times, like this is the help that I need and want and you don't. It's going to get frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and so that's 
that's one thing that like even just like in our friendship relationship I I know when like you're having like a bad day bad time bad Mm -hmm. mental spot I there I know well enough now when you want me here like physically like here with you Mm -hmm. and when you don't like there and like because it's and it's there are like little signs where I'm like okay she said this or okay she did that yeah I'm going over like I you know like and then there's times where I'm like call me if you need me you know Mm -hmm. like whatever because like there's and you know like especially because you do have joe like i know there's a lot of times too where it's like that's that's your main rock like that's your main source but i know like because we've all been there where you just need extra or Mm -hmm. you just need the girl time or like whatever it is sometimes you just need someone other than your spouse and that's perfectly fine yeah especially if it's your spouse that's pissed you off like (laughs) (laughs) or like you just you want someone other than your partner or your boyfriend or girlfriend yeah but uh yeah did Sometimes you just, you need a break and that's what Mm -hmm. your best friends are for. Your besties. Yeah. And it's, and so again, like all that to say that it's as, as well as setting boundaries. Don't let anyone tell you that a boundary setting, setting a boundary isn't healthy. That's a red flag. That that is a red flag. (laughs) And then like also People who also don't respect your boundaries, that's a red flag. And it's, this is something that's becoming a lot more talked about in today's society that I appreciate that like just because someone's family doesn't mean no you have to accept them into your life no, because like i said if that person is still not respecting the boundary that you have laid down for not only yeah. yourself but the other person it, it, despite who they are they yeah. they you need to take a step back it's not permanent it's no, just not yeah not all i mean not sometimes it is depending on what the offense right. is but it, and then i think too like with that being said about like family I think, and I've said this already, parents also need to realize, like, you've now raised adults, Mm -hmm. and you have to respect that as well. Mm -hmm. Like, the person you raised is now their own person that's taking care of themselves, has their own personality, and it may not be the personality that I had as a kid where, like, I wanted my my mom to tuck me in every Mm -hmm. night, you know, like, now I'm an adult, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's, that doesn't feel good. (laughs) I don't like that. You know, like, and, and they have to then respect like, oh, okay. Like Mm -hmm. this is an issue for someone I really care about. Like not even just like, this is an issue that my child is saying to me. I care about this person who's telling me this. So as someone who wants to continue to have this person, but I think so many parents especially take it as like, it's a given. They're my child. They're going to be in my life Mm -hmm. when it's like, no, like not if just toxic yeah no. like just like any other person regardless it's of probably the fact, gonna it's probably gonna suck yeah but you know i mean like and it's i think i think there's just like a lot where you a lot of inner reflection comes when you're like this is being brought to my attention that this what i'm doing what i'm saying how i'm acting is not the best version of myself and you have to inner reflect, like, can I change this? Am I willing to change this? And if not, then you have to accept the consequences that come with it. And it's also, like, as you get married and you're older and you're married, your family members have to respect your spouse. Yeah. No oh, matter yeah. what. Yeah. And that's also, like, a disrespect. It's like, you're not respecting me because you're not respecting who yeah. I chose to marry. Yeah. Or who, who you choose to be with. Yeah. And that's a big red flag. Yeah. And that's where you're gonna have to like decide to put that boundary down and it's not gonna be easy but because it is your parent or but sometimes you have to do it yeah yeah and it's you know it's just one of those things like i said like big self-reflection and that's why it's important to have boundaries in yourself from the get-go because it's like like i said i don't want to like do i want to be that person like if this is being brought to my attention 
is this how I want to react to things? Is this how I want people to think of me? Yes, because like, some, there's it takes two to have a problem. Right. And it takes two to react. Right. And just because the other person did it to you doesn't mean that you couldn't could not have reacted in a bad way. Yeah. So, like, you're saying is, I, I don't, being around you makes me become a bad person, and right. I don't want to do it. Right. It's no longer about you. Right. And how, how you treat me and how you make me feel. It's about how I don't like who I am when you make me mad. Right. Or when you upset right. me. Or it's like, I've already set this boundary with you, and you're still treating me this way, and now I don't like how I react to you treating mm-hmm. me this way, so I pull myself out. It's no longer a you issue. It's now a me issue. I mean, they're, it's still, they're still a it's you still issue. It's still a you issue, but, but now like, it's, now I'm going to focus issue. on now it's yeah. a me issue yeah. and how I react. Yep, and that just goes for relationships in general, and... Yeah, I just think, like, being being like confident being sure in yourself and having like that expectation for you helps you navigate every single relationship that you have you know like professional romantic yeah familial every relationship you have like you and we talk about this a lot where you just have to be like so sure like in yourself and i think that also translates to like dating and it also doesn't help we live in a day and age now where social media is everything yeah yeah and i it's what's so funny because I feel myself pulling back from social media mm-hmm. more because, like, I just don't care. It's, and it's also, it's just, it's full of unrealistic ex- expectations. It started with, like, I don't care about, like, well, I don't care if I don't post this picture. Like, I don't. Right. But now it's gotten to where I'm like, I don't care what anyone's posting. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, like, literally. I don't, like, that's not, I don't care. I don't care that you just went to Germany. Like, I don't care that, like, you just went to whatever town you know mm-hmm. like mm, don't care that you just had a baby i don't care like i just don't like care. i mean we can all we can all admit at one point in our lives we were posting so other people can see yeah and yeah. if you can't admit that then yeah you're still on your journey of self <laughs> self-realization yeah. so you know Absolutely. what have fun on that journey it's a rough one mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. you do realize that you were posting for others validation of what you're doing and how you're living your mm-hmm. life now if i post something it's for me. It's yeah. because, oh, ooh, I look cute. Yeah, or, ooh, I, I like, like this, this. picture. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. if I get 10 likes, 50 likes. Yeah. I don't care. And I think <clears throat> we joked about this on a podcast previously, like the podcast. I don't mm-hmm. really care who how many people listen. Yeah. I, of course, I'd love for this to grow because I enjoy it so mm-hmm. much. And But that's why like I enjoy it so yep. much. That's why I want it to grow. I don't necessarily want it to grow so we can profit. I don't necessarily want it to grow so it become like nation known you know like i mean that would be great it'd be great it'd be fun be fantastic but it's i want those things because i just enjoy doing it so much but that's also why i don't care if it doesn't if it just stays you know the not minimal because like you guys are fantastic but like if it just stays more in this local really like a handful of people that we know listen i'm fine with that i'm fine with it because i still have fun doing it i think boundaries are important but there's also just such a big thing in self realization and self reflection and and being good in that space so that because i mean like let's be real like you can't set boundaries for other people if you don't have boundaries for yourself absolutely like that was just like you saying like you're aware of who you are Mm -hmm. and and you're not gonna apologize for who you are Mm -hmm. but when you do need to you will Mm -hmm. you know like i have enough humility to know that it's not that i want to uh dim my light for other people right no it's just 
sometimes but I you say know things, when you're you yes. are in the wrong yes and, and you because that's better that you're saying yourself that you don't want to be the person in the wrong so when you are you own up you apologize. i don't want to be that like, person that like people look at and like yo she's just overconfident she's a bitch right right like, i want people to be like she's overconfident but she's still humble yeah and, like she's still yeah. like she's still a human yeah you know and so i just think that like it's you can't set a boundary for other people if you don't have a boundary and yep. you're just going to act however you want to act and you don't care how it affects and other people. also, as you grow up, you, you want, you, there's a certain type of person that you want to be. And yeah. if you're not in that era, you'll get there. Yeah. And you just, you realize, I don't want to be who I was because I was a shit person two years ago. I mean, I, yeah. there's, yeah. there's moments in my life where I was a shit person a week ago. Like, it's just, right. that's right. life. Yeah. But you have to be able to realize it and say, no, I don't want to do that anymore. I think I've said it on a podcast before but like i just i think we both have i just always want to be a joy and a light yeah. in everyone's life and yeah. i know i'm not i don't want to leave a bad taste in people's mouth and it's like i know i'm not always going to be because yeah, like, that's fine yeah like sometimes i just won't click with somebody or something will happen you know, like whatever it is like i'm not going to be this amazing person to every single body like it's just not going to happen but I, I I personally have the expectation, the boundary, the respect for myself where I'm always going to try to be a good, happy, positive person. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm bringing that to someone else's life and, and, in, and in my life. Because like, why would I want to sit there and be negative and be upset in, at this situation and, and whatever when like I could have done something differently and I could have or I could have viewed it differently or I could have apologized or I could have whatever I don't want to sit there and be the one that's miserable when, like, I had the ability to change it. I think bottom line and the last thing I'm going to say about it, I think the big part of growing up and trying to be who you are and a good person now is realizing that you are the problem, too. Yeah, like always. You're never going to be perfect in a situation. And there's always times where you can fix how you reacted or what you said. And that once you get to that point i think that's maturity i think knowing okay i messed up here no you hurt my feelings but i reacted poorly right right or even if it's just like okay i i was wrong i was all wrong in that situation like or even just like okay i accept you and i I accept that and i hear you because like for me like there are times where i'm like i know like that you did not do me wrong in this or mm-hmm. you did not say something that like I just reacted so poorly mm-hmm. I took it so personal or whatever right. and it's like and I can admit like I was wrong like that that was my bad like I you know whatever and, and I, I really think that that's maturity in a nutshell yeah, I agree I agree 100% look at us being adults oh my god we are just so stable okay, well, let, this episode well let me go not stable and talk about my husband <laughs> Yes, please do. Let's talk about. I got a whole list. Let's talk about some uh, some um immature Joey. things. Joey, why did this man? So you guys know I love espresso, I love espresso martinis, I love iced espresso. I have a Nespresso machine. Mm-hmm. Why did this man make me buy him a Keurig? <laughs> because he, apparently he's too good for espresso. I'm a Keurig girl. He just wants a cup of coffee. Same. Boo, corny, tomato, tomato, tomato. When I stay at your house, I bring my own, like, cold brew coffee. Well, now there's a Keurig. Great. Can't wait. I'll bring my cu- my K-cups. <laughs> he, was, he was making my coffee, and he set up his Keurig for his coffee, and he was like, his and hers. That's cute. <laughs> no, I, I, I get where it's your ick, but, like, I agree. Because now I have to buy two different pods. Yeah. yeah. But I also like it because now I can give people the Keurig pods so they don't use Use all my (laughs) espresso pods because those 
Uh, yeah. They're expensive. Yeah. I only, I mean, like, when you're here and you make my coffee, that's the only time I drink it. Like, if I'm housing yeah. for you guys, I don't use it. One, I don't know how. <laughs> and two... I was going to say, you don't know how. And two, it, uh, it just seems a lot, like, a lot more work than I need it it's to be. It's really not. No, because, like, you do the frother and everything. I'm like, I, I just I literally, literally want to pour some cream in there and call it a day. Nope. Mm-mm. Like, I don't... <laughs> Tell me your egg. Because now this this turned into Mr. Melissa. <laughs> Give me your egg. Um, so I, way, 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 way back in the day, there was original Jim Bay. There was mm-hmm. an original Jim Crush. Mm-hmm. And I don't, God, I don't know if I've ever told the story of how I actually found him. I'm, I'm going to tell him soon because I think it's hilarious. I saw him in the gym with a guy that I know. And I don't know the guy well. Like, I don't, we don't know each other on like like a first name basis like we've never like actually talked to each other but i knew who this guy was and so to find my original jim bay on social media is i went to that guy's social media and i went through his i mean she's she's just admitting guys, I, crazy guys yeah i was full-blown crazy then I, I would still do it but like i was i was full-blown crazy then um and found was like looking at the little miniature pictures <laughs> to try to find who it was and sure enough i did find him and i friend requested him and the rest is history um but so we we've always had like this flirtation whatever he moved and like you know we stayed in touch but like it was never anything serious came from it so like we never talked that much in general well i noticed a while back he really didn't talk to me a whole lot like wouldn't snapchat me anymore and i was like okay like whatever well of course like shortly after that it was revealed that he had a girlfriend like he had a new girlfriend and i was like oh okay that's why Tell me why homie has popped on back into my life now. He talks to me on that little door. He talks to me on the reg every single day. Boo, corny, tomato, tomato, tomato. And I'm like, I look again, he doesn't even live here anymore. So like, I, I don't care. I'm not taking any of it serious. But like, I'm also like not really entertaining it. Like I'm nice, but I'm like, absolutely not. And it's, I don't think he's at all being rude. I do understand that you were in a relationship so that you weren't going to disrespect for her and talk mm-hmm. to me. And now you're single. So you're like, okay, like I can again, but like, I don't want it. I, that moment has passed. Like mm-hmm. I'm done now. And so <laughs> I just get like so tickled. And like some of the things that he'll say like are nice or like are flirty. And like, I just don't flirt back. Like, <laughs> No. And, and I'm just like, I wonder how long this will go. Like, I wonder how long he'll allow me before to just, he like, catches on. Bef- yeah, before he just realizes, like, I'm not entertaining it. <laughs> no, men men take a long time to catch on. Oh, so. yeah. I'll keep you guys posted. That's, <laughs> that's my ick where I'm just like, mm, you know, you were in the past and you should just stay there. <laughs> Please stay there. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This um, is a super mature episode. Maybe you guys had super a, stable, stupid stable, stupid stable. Maybe you guys had a nice espresso martini while listening, or just Please your do. espresso on the way to work, or Keurig. Bury me or, an espresso or a K cup, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Guys. You know what? No, be an espresso <laughs> pod this week. You are not a K cup. Be an espresso pod. An espresso pod. It's okay. Goodbye. <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs>